A-I-T-A. Do you know what that stands for? I didn't. I had to Google it when my friend Vinny messaged me to say, hey, do you want to do an A-I-T-A episode with me? No idea what that meant. It means, am I the asshole? And apparently, people go and post scenarios that they've been in on Reddit and ask the internet whether or not they're the asshole. So we're doing a body and diet version in this episode. This is Eat the Rules, a podcast about body image, self-worth, anti-dieting, and intersectional feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanen, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This episode of Eat the Rules is brought to you by You on Fire. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your appearance. With personalized coaching from me, incredible community support, and lifetime access to the program so that you can get free from body shame and live life on your own terms. Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerinanin.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is episode 291, and I am co hosting with one of my best buddies, Vinnie Wellsby. We are going to be reading AITI, Am I the Asshole? questions that Vinnie sourced on Reddit. And we're going to be giving our opinion on them. These are all related to weight and diets. And oh my goodness, there are some really terrible people in this world. That's what I've learned from this assignment. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at summerinandand.com forward slash 291. I want to give a shout out to, I cannot say, it's just a bunch of consonants (laughs) who left this review. My nutritionist recommended one episode about body image, and then I couldn't stop listening to the rest of the series. Summer is insightful and real. She gets it. I've loved every episode, and I love her posts on Instagram too. She explains things in easy to understand ways, but gets into the psychological aspects of why we do things. This is a great podcast if you want to learn more about the depths of intuitively eating. Thank you so much for leaving that review. You can leave a review for this show as well. Go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, then click Ratings and Reviews and click to leave a review or give it a rating. You can also grab the free 10-day body confidence makeover at summerinandand.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now in your body. And if you are a professional who also supports people who have body image struggles, then don't forget to grab our body image coaching roadmap for providers at summerinandand.com forward slash roadmap. If you can't remember those links, just go to thebodyimagecoach.com and you'll find everything there. This is the first new episode I've recorded in a while because I had pre-recorded many episodes in 2023 to set myself up so that I wouldn't have to worry so much about recording new episodes. And I'm glad I did because I have been so sick and um, I've had so much schoolwork And something just fell off a shelf and I don't know why, because my house seems to be in shambles. And so anyways, I'm glad to be recording again and I'm hoping that things calm down, although I don't foresee that for another month, but 
yeah, just wanted to say hi. And I'm glad that I can actually talk without breaking into a coughing fit and sit up straight and be more conscious. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy this episode. It was a fun one to record. We are live. All right. Okay. So, hey, Summer. Let's. Hi, Vinny. Don't talk to me. God, I was just going to go on a monologue. <laughs> you're, you're not here to talk. You're just to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're allowed to talk. Go on, then. You say hello, whatever you want to say. That's all I was going to say. I was going to just say, um, you need to share your potato recipe with everybody. <laughs> Oh, I went around Summer's house on Christmas Day and I made potatoes, which was pot mashed potato on the bottom, which had Irish cheddar and cream, salt and butter, pepper, whatever. And then on top was sliced like dauphinois potatoes with garlic and parmesan, parmesan as you North Americans say, parmesan, as I would say, baked in the oven. So it made it crispy on the top and soft in the middle. Summer liked it. I liked it. Summer's husband liked it. Summer's baby liked it. Not baby, child. Everyone liked it. And I liked eating your meat and the other stuff you gave me. My beef curtains. Yeah. <laughs> I loved your beef curtains. They were delicious. My beef. It was beef. It was really good. It was really, really good. No, it was like, I would highly recommend that recipe. You should share it in your stories with the link. I'll share it in the podcast episode show notes. I'll share it with you too. So you can sit, you can share it with your people. And you know what's even better? It didn't give me diarrhea and I'm like really sensitive to dairy, but that it didn't somehow. So that was a win. It's the Irish cheese. Maybe the Irish cheese. Do you know what? Maybe it is the Irish cheese. It's better cheese. It actually, it is. That's the only cheese I can eat is like the Kerrygold cheese that I get from Costco. Look at that. Anti-diarrhea potatoes. Love it. I'm going to market it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't shit your pants potatoes. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. So I was telling Summer about something called, am I the asshole? And Summer says, what is that? I've never heard of it. And so some of you might not have heard of it. Some of you may have heard of it and are obsessed like I am. I was watching uh, YouTube videos of people reading, am I the asshole story? So basically what it is on Reddit, the only reason why I would go onto Reddit is to go onto, am I the asshole? It's a thread where people ask, was I the asshole in this situation or is the other person the asshole? Or were both of us the assholes or were none of us the assholes? And then the Reddit community will decide if you're the asshole or not. And so there'll be lots of different posts from lots of different types of people. And when I'm reading people's responses, a lot of the times they're from people on Reddit. And so a lot of the times the responses, I'm like, mm, I don't really trust that response because they are clearly a dickhead. Or maybe the people don't have the same views as Summer and I in regards to anti-fatness anti-diet, all that type of stuff. And so there's a lot of stuff on Am I the Arsehole about diet stuff and, and anti-fatness. And I thought, let's me and Summer have a chin wag because I think that you lot, the listeners, are going to enjoy hearing our perspectives because you're obsessed with us, obviously. Like I was saying to Summer before, making, me, making that joke. Obsessed with me. Anyway. Do you ever chime in on those Reddit threads? Like you read them. Do you ever comment? Fuck No. No. Okay, you're just a voyeur. <laughs> I'm a voyeur. No way. I don't know. Sometimes, you know what? Because I'm so I love these things so much. I follow people reshare posts on Facebook and also on Instagram. Like one time I made a comment on Instagram and people like dogpiled and was like, eh. you can't say that like they were disagreeing with me. Cause I was like, 
oh, it's not nice to shame someone, you know, even if they're being mean to you about their body, you know, and people were like, yes, it is. We should definitely shame someone who shames someone for their body, for their body. And I'm like, no, anyway. Yeah, it's just not a safe space to ever comment on anything online. I agree. No, I was just curious. I was like, oh, maybe you have like this alternate life where you are a huge Reddit commenter. I should pretend to be like a man, a white man with like a profile picture and then no one would be disagreeing with my comments. <laughs> I'm like, you're so wise. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. He knows but, all. Yes. So I've pulled out a selection of stories and we're going to have a chat about it. And before we do trigger warning about the stories, because they're coming from people who have anti-fat pro-diet views so if you're not in that headspace today, then, you know, skip on by. I'm not going to be sharing specific sizes or weights or things around food. I'll say, you know, I won't say someone weighs X pounds. I'll say they're a small fat or they're not fat or whatever. Anything you want to say about that? Nope. That's good. Are you ready for our first story? I'm so ready. If you're feeling comfortable, then we shall begin. Okay. By the way, all the links for these stories we'll have in the show notes. Okay, so first story, am I the asshole? And by the way, you'll see am I the asshole abbreviated to A-I-T-A. So if you see that, that's what that means. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter-in-law she wasn't invited due to her weight? So initial reaction just from the the title there, Summer. Yeah, you're the asshole. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. I was like, oh. It gets worse, though. It gets so much worse. It does get worse. Let's read it. Okay. So the story is, we have done plenty of things that are not physically taxing with her, but even the small stuff, she ends up on a bench half the day. We went to a small mall half of the day on the bench. It was window shopping. She is, oh word, her ankles are swollen from her weight. The connection between her weight and not walking far without a break is very obvious. I'll try to keep this short. I have three girls and we still like to do girl trips for the days, for the day. My son got married to a girl named Beth. Now, before her first kids, she was average weight, quotations, whatever that means. And after it got a lot worse, her only kid is eight years old at this point and she hasn't lost the weight. It's bad enough that she needs to, she needs constant breaks walking. If I could eye roll for my eyes to fall out of my head. (laughs) already. Yeah, I know. I used to like her and now I don't due to how she acts. Everywhere we go with her, it's a constant complaining that she is tired. The last girl's trip to the mall was spent sitting on a bench half the day since she needed constant breaks. If you try to leave, she will go on about abandoning her. It's annoying. I invited the girls to go to a farm for pumpkin patch and pick some apples. It has big orchards and a ton of walking. We went and it was a great time and some pictures went on Facebook. I got a call from Beth asking why she wasn't invited. I lied saying it was just a family trip and she accused me of lying. I had enough and told her the truth. I told her that she wasn't invited due to her weight. That she forces us to stop all the time and it ruins the trips most days since we don't get to do half the stuff. She called me a jerk and hung up. I'm getting texts from my son saying to apologize, but the girls, presumably her children, are on my side and are sick of having trips ruined since we have to wait for her all the time. So Jesus fucking Christ. Is that person the asshole? Uh, Yeah. And I actually think she's sparing the poor daughter-in-law by 
not being around her because who would want to be around a person like that? I know. What's, uh, for me, like definitely the asshole. What do you think that the public said? Do you think that they said they're the asshole or not? I mean, I know because I read it. They don't think that she's the asshole, which is really awful because in any other circumstance, like if the person was like old or disabled, then this mother or mother-in-law would be the asshole, right? But because it's fatness, people are, you know, anti-fatness is so normalized and that people were on her side, on the mother-in-law's side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. Like, imagine if it was like, Ugh, my daughter-in-law uses a mobility aid and sometimes she needs a rest. Oh, what a dickhead. She's ruining our fun. And then people would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, hello. But because the person is fat, I bet they're thinking, well, she could just become thin and not be such a, quote, burden on this poor woman that just wants to shop with her girls and not have it ruined by some greedy fat monster that wants to have a break. Yeah. I mean, I think this woman, like, obviously the mother-in-law obviously hates the daughter-in-law as a person as well. I think, cause I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. And I also think she hates herself because people who are, who don't hate themselves don't treat other people like that. But I also think that she just doesn't like the daughter-in-law in addition. And maybe you can't separate those two things. Maybe the fatness is like all she sees. Right. But Especially just because of the way that she reacted when the daughter called her about it, like that she was just like so, you know, cruel about everything that she doesn't want a relationship with her, which means she doesn't want a relationship with her grandson, which means she's like even more of an asshole. Yeah. So what would you say to the people who are like, well, the mother-in-law is right. She is ruining the trip by having to, quote, sit down for half the day. How is that ruining the trip? Just modify the trip. Like, just make accommodations for people. I don't understand. Like, so she needs to sit down. So sit down for a bit and then go do your thing. Separate for a bit. Like, I don't understand how that's ruining the trip. What do you think? But the mother-in-law said that the daughter-in-law says, if you try to leave, she will go on about abandoning her. It's annoying. Mm. What do you think about that? I think that the mother-in-law is probably exaggerating to the extreme. Like, yeah, really, like go on about abandoning her and has to sit down for half the day and the trip is ruined. Like, that seems like, is that really what happened? Or was it that she was like, oh, I'm just going to have a little break. I'm going to sit down. And they, because the mother-in-law doesn't like her, she's like, oh, and is, is exasperated and see, and is exaggerating. And even if she wasn't exaggerating, it just, to me, it sounds suspicious. It's like, I wonder if the daughter-in-law had a post, I bet you it would be very different. Like my mother-in-law like excludes me from trips and every time I sit down, she has a go with me or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I imagine this mother-in-law and I'm making huge sweeping assumptions here, but probably has focused a lot of her life around trying to maintain her body or is naturally thin and therefore holds this like belief of superiority and therefore, yeah, makes like exaggerations like this to say, to have people kind of, you know, get her back in this situation. So the verdict from everyone, like we mentioned, is they said that this woman is not the asshole. The top comment said, 
at the risk of being called fat phobic, good for you. You're not the asshole. Why should your trips revolve around her? Well, I don't think they are. Why should you be forced to plan outings that are within your daughter-in-law's step limit? Because that's a nice thing to do. Finally, you're free to only invite your actual daughters to things too. You aren't blocking her from any and all family gatherings. She just got blocked from this one, which I hope is the first of many trips you and your daughters have been putting off for her sake. Get out there and see the world. Like, that comment is trash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like it's terrible. Right. Cause again, if you put any other label on the person like mobility aids or like, it's my grandmother can't walk very far. Yeah. And the thing is like, if you need accommodations for everything, for anything, you don't expect that you are able to go to everything. Right. So if you, whatever accommodations that you need, you know, that a lot of places are not able to meet those accommodations for whatever reason. And so I don't think the daughter-in-law is like, you can never do anything without me. And if you do, you know, you're a terrible person. But it sounded like this was like a family outing that she was just, you know, not invited to. And so it's like, say, if you have to make a few accommodations to make sure that the daughter-in-law can come, is it really that big of a deal? No. <laughs> like, chill. The other piece of this is the fact that the assumption that her ability is related to her size. Yes. We don't know why she needs to take breaks. She could have fucking pain for some reason. You know what I mean? Like it might not have anything to do with her weight is the other piece of it. Or maybe she just needs to take breaks to not be around the mother-in-law. I mean, that would make sense to me. (laughs) Shut up. God. Yeah. And honestly, shopping is fucking tiring. I went to the mall on Boxing Day. I know what was wrong with me because I wanted to, I wanted to get this, the Lush sale. If anyone doesn't know, Lush has a sale on Boxing Day. I never knew about this. I got some fucking amazing Lush stuff for half price. Anyway, and I go to Bath and Body Works. But I was tired. I was sweating. I sat down. I had to go and get a water because like, it's like a sport, you know? And so if I was doing that all day, I'd be doing exactly what the daughter-in-law allegedly is doing. Just being a normal human, having a little bit of a rest, you know? Taking a break. Yeah. Because I have a human body and I'm sure people in smaller bodies would be doing the same. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So our conclusion, well, my conclusion is mother-in-law is a asshole. A hundred percent. Beth, call us. We got your back. Yes. Oh my goodness. Imagine if Beth was listening to the show. (gasps) How amazing. (laughs) So that was our stamp. Hmm. Asshole. Okay. Story two. Am I the asshole for putting my nine-year-old on a diet and quote, emotionally damaging her? So first reaction just from that summer. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) OBV of you're the asshole. Okay. So the story X, meaning ex-partner, 32 female, they say like, their ages and stuff sometimes. They use the word female. and I don't like it, but anyway, X, 32 female. So this person's X and I, 34 male, have a nine-year-old daughter. M is the code name we're going to call them. We broke up when M was five and I moved away. I would see M in breaks and speak on the phone. So I was involved as I could be. That's it. I moved back. I now have her alternate weeks. I had noticed M starting to put on weight. She's not O-word, but seeing her in person, I've noticed she has a belly 
which hangs over her waistband. And she wears clothes older than what she is, despite only being nine. So the kid's nine now. I spoke to X and she got defensive, saying that M ate what she eats. X is skinny and healthy and has a sport she goes to twice a week. I asked her about portion sizes and other exercises. Twice a week for 90 minutes isn't that much. I was trying to stay friendly, but X shut me down. I know weight gets harder to lose the older you get, so I decided to keep a close eye and do what I could on her weeks with me. I did not put her on a crash diet, but I did start using portion control plates and packing lean lunches instead of letting her buy her food. Carrot sticks, yogurt, flavored steamed chicken breast, etc. M complained at first, but then seemed fine with this. I also took her to the gym with me four times a week. My gym has parents and child classes. So the kid is doing now six times a week exercise. The only thing I said to M about it is that we were working to set her up for a future being physically fit and mindful of what she eats. So last week, a kid is having a birthday party and the parents are taking a small group to the movies and after a sleepover. The parents asked me that everyone send their kid with their own snack and then the parents would buy popcorn on top to share. I'm trying to show my kid that snacks can be healthy, so I sent her with a bag of veggie sticks and hummus. She made a little fuss about not getting candy, but seemed fine. I dropped her off and X was going to pick her up. Next day, X texts, I head over and X isn't happy. M is upset and won't look at me. Apparently, when they were all sat waiting for the movie, kids started comparing snacks. M told the other kids that they were going to get fat and unhealthy because their parents gave them those snacks. She said that she had to eat the veggies so she could lose weight and she wasn't allowed any popcorn. I never said this. Then at the house, after they ordered pizza for the kids, M refused to eat, saying she was going to get fat. The parents called X and she came and got her. M was crying, saying that she was scared if she ate anything bad, she'd put on weight and everyone would hate her. She told X about our diet and gym. I hadn't because it was my weeks and why should I divulge all of our plans? X ranted, saying M always came home tired and refusing to eat. She blames me for giving M a complex when she was healthy and active. I said if she was healthy, she wouldn't have a belly and be bigger than other girls. I said that at least I cared about what the girl puts in her mouth, and she said M was happier before I moved back. Now, X is telling me that she won't send her back to me if I don't stop, quote, emotionally damaging her. So, am I the asshole? Yes, this is a really heartbreaking story. That poor baby, that poor nine-year-old. Why do you think he's an asshole? Apart from obvious reasons. Yeah, because he's giving her an eating disorder. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Fun! <laughs> Present from daddy! Yeah, I mean, I think you probably see this too, but like, there's, I would say, you know, the vast majority of the clients that come to work with me had experiences like this. And, you know, 40 years later, they're still struggling with the same thing because of an incident that happened like this when they were in these younger years where kids are supposed to gain weight. Little girls are supposed to gain weight. And even if they, even if it was more than maybe what they're supposed to gain with puberty, like it doesn't, there's no reason that anyone should ever treat their kid like this. Yeah. It's so true. It's like the origin story for like villains, right? Is something terrible happened to them or heroes. 
And I feel like with most people who, and especially with most fat people, their origin story is parents shamed them. And actually, I was at I was at FatCon, which is a conference for fat people <laughs> in Seattle this weekend, and I was on a panel, and I said. Hands up if you have a similar story to mine. And I was saying how my parent fat shamed me as a kid. And everyone's hand went up apart from one person. I'm sure that one person didn't hear me or something, you know, or maybe not. But, you know, it's a universal experience of many, many people who end up having eating disorders or who have a fat body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember being that age and I remember like this girl in my class really being bullied for her body. And my brother used to really bully me for my body. And I remember like how much of an impact that had and really implanted this like hatred towards and shame of my own body, you know, and fear around it and fear around it being scrutinized. And so I just think that like, it's really, really sad because the seed has already been planted for this poor girl. Yeah. And what do you think about the mum saying she's not going to let the kid around unless he stops, what did he say, emotionally damaging her? Yeah, good. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah for that mum. Thank God that kid has the mum. Yeah. I was actually happy to see the comments on this one in support of the mum and, you know, telling the guy that he was an asshole. Like the majority of comments were like, you're giving her an eating disorder. Yeah. So the verdict on that one was asshole, sorry. And the top comment was, man, your daughter is nine. She's a little chubby for what you've said. And she was crying because she was scared if she ate anything. For Christ's sake, you're the asshole and you are fucking your daughter's life up. What the actual hell do you think that you're doing? Someone then edit, some of you guys got to be kidding. There's no info about the child being unhealthy. There is no info about medical reasons to get her to lose weight. There is only the original poster disliking the way the daughter looks because she has a quote belly making a nine-year-old cry in fear of eating is not okay and will never be okay and saying oh you're just thinking about what's best for her is bullshit this is abusive this is how body complexes are born yeah and the other part that's terrible is now this little girl is spewing anti-fatness to her friends too yes and that could be the thing that starts their journey with an eating disorder disordered eating body image stuff would be like, oh, that one time that M came and we had popcorn and I felt really ashamed. Yeah. 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 Well, everyone needs to read the book Fat Talk if you're a parent, including this guy by Virginia Soul Smith. She talks a lot about this and she talks a lot about puberty and how kids are going through puberty at earlier ages and how it's, it's normal for a girl to gain 40 to 50 pounds during puberty. And so that's often the time when parents start to freak out is when they see that rapid body change. And so people need to understand that that's like normal and healthy and part of proper development and not something to be feared. And even if the kid was unhealthy or was gaining more weight, the behavior is still just as much coming from an asshole, if I'm saying that right. You know what I noticed in the comments was people saying, but she's not actually unhealthy or a pediatrician hasn't told you to put her on a diet or, you know, and I feel like if he had said in the question, she's definitely fat, like she's fat. I think those comments would be different. I think you're right. Yeah. Cause he said, oh, she's got a little belly. And so people are like, well, that's okay. Cause she's not fat, fat. But if he was like, oh, she's like, I don't know, 
whatever way you could describe it, then people would be like, you're probably doing the right thing because the child's going to end grow up and end up being, I don't know, fat, fat, fat. Yep. I think you're probably right, especially given the people who were commenting on the previous story and how anti-fat they were. So 100%. Yeah. There's a cognitive dissonance, isn't there, where it's like people are really like, this is unacceptable. But when it comes to someone who is an adult or who is bigger, then it's all of a sudden, this is definitely acceptable. (laughs) I'm like, what? What? I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice I want to protect kids, but let's do it for for adults too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it, it comes back to the same point. It's like if the person was disabled or if they were, you know, like of a particular age, you'd be considered an asshole for treating them that way. But because they're fat that people are like, oh yeah, no, you can tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have work to do. Yeah. So my verdict is double asshole. Not that's even a thing. What's your verdict? Yeah, this guy's a real, real asshole. Like it makes me really upset actually because I feel so bad for this kid just because that damage cannot be undone. That has now, you know, put her on that trajectory and hopefully her mom can help her get off of it. But I don't know, once you start on that and then reinforce it through behaviors, it's like, it's a slippery slope. The kid's so young. And this post was actually from four years ago. A lot of times people come back and they'll tell us an update, but this guy hasn't told us an update. So probably in 20 years time, they'll be talking to a therapist being like, my dad fucked me up. And, you know, this is what happened. And as well, because, you know, even though the dad's an asshole, that kid probably loves their dad. And so those words are going to hold such a big, big weight on that kid's psyche and mind. Oh, yeah. It's going to tie into how they perceive themselves as being lovable or not and worthy or not. And it's like it's a whole big piece of baggage he's just given her. Yeah. Great parenting, Papa. (laughs) Just no. Eat shit and die. (laughs) Eat shit and die. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. That was part one. There's going to be a part two in a couple weeks that will come out. I wanted to break it up into two episodes because it seemed quite long otherwise. You can find the links mentioned in this particular episode at summerinandin.com forward slash 291. Thank you so much for being here. Talk to you next time. Rock on. I'm Summer Inanin, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Inanin. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on.